praise God. Thank God for the freedom that we still have. The enemy would like to shut us down, but thank God that our God reigns. Amen. Do we have any veterans in here? Are you a veteran? No. Well, we're all veterans for the Lord. Amen. Or not just veterans. We're still in the race. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I just want to take the time right now to wish you all a happy fourth. And I pray that we will all appreciate the freedom that we have in the Lord freedom that we still have in our country amen more than ever praise god well um i'm glad to have sister lay and amy and summer with us too today amen thank you amy for that song praise god we're going to shine our spotlight today only today i understand it's going to be a flashlight amen but you know what it might end up being a floodlight amen so i'm going to walk back to mary and Mary is going to give us a word that God has laid on her heart. Praise God. Praise God. Well, it's not really, a, not really a spotlight. It's just Ella asked me to do one. And I hated to tell her no. But <laughs> anyway, um, I love the old hymns so much. And when I'd go to worship at night, I wouldn't want to sing them, but I couldn't remember. I hadn't sang him in so long, and if I, one came to my mind, I couldn't remember the words. So I prayed about it, and now every day God gives me one of those old hymns. I sing it all day, and once, I, once it was just flowing through me so much that I was handing my husband his supper, and I just burst out singing it. And it's just every day it's a different one. He's never given me the same song twice. And I started messaging Ella. I don't think I've ever given you the same one twice, have I? Which one? The songs that I give you on your message. Only once. Once I did. Once well, I guess I did. But <laughs> anyway, whatever he gives me, I message to her, and then she messages the other part of it back to me. Anyway, I can't sing, and my voice has been damaged from so much sinus drainage, and I couldn't sing to start with. But that song that's on my heart today is... Somebody loves me, answers my prayer. I love somebody and I know he cares. Somebody tells me not to repine. And that somebody is Jesus and I know he's mine. And that's all I can think of. It's going around in my head and around in my head. <laughs> Anyway, that word repine, I think everybody knows what that means, but in case you don't, that means not to repine means not to worry, fuss, be discouraged, gripe, complain. Just trust God. Praise God. Give the Lord a hand for Mary. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was informed that... Sister Gloria has something she wants to say to us today. Sister Gloria, come on up. Amen. God is a good God. He never fails and he never changes. I have this friend in Florida. I'd been praying for her a few months. And I never knew she had a sickness for nine years. She couldn't even move her hand, and she couldn't even move her foot. 
and we started to pray every day. So I want to encourage us this morning. Prayer is the key. Yes, and being there for each other is very important. People want nothing from us. But just to love and to care for them. Amen. That is all he wants. Nothing. Nothing from us. Just to show that love. And we prayed and we prayed. And she called me a day. And crying, 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 crying. And I, she, I tell Jenny to listen, to talk to her. And I didn't know she had a sickness for nine years. Just imagine what she are going through. The pain in her hand. The pain in her foot. She couldn't move. And since we prayed, she couldn't move her hand. She couldn't cook. She couldn't touch a pot. She couldn't do anything. So this morning is to give God the glory. All he has done and all he is still doing for us. But I have a testimony of my own. I was good since I came here I got sick and I was going to doctor. I had to take four tests. And I thanks Pastor Ella, such a loving and caring woman. Yes, she is. She took me for my tests. Take a make a time and take me for my tests. And to God be the glory, great things he has done. They didn't see nothing in me. So to all be the glory and thanks for all the prayers. And I want to encourage us this morning. We are just, God don't want numbers, you know. He say, where what? Two and three. And he said, two will put a, one will put a thousand, and two will put ten thousand. Yes. So let us be there for each other. And you see, I say I am praying for you, but praying together yes. is an important thing. Yes. Praying together. Yes. So God is so good. How can we let him down? Yes. He's so good to us. He lift us up, turn us around, plant our feet on higher ground. It's all about him. When you know the Lord is keeping you, what you're going to worry about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you know the Lord is keeping you, why don't you sing and shout? Glory, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Every day is just the same When you know the Lord is keeping you Jesus. Yes. What you going to worry about Every request this morning, God We know that your ears are open to every cry 
But Father, this morning, we know that you have the last say in our lives this morning. And we just praise you. We just worship you this morning. Give him the glory. Give him the praise this morning. And we just thank him. God answers prayer in the morning. God answers prayer at noon. Yeah, 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 this morning. God answers prayer in the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep our hearts in you. So keep our hearts in you. We just thank you, Father, this morning. We just give you praise. We just give you glory this morning. For what you are doing and what you are still going to do this morning. And your words say, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, let the request be known unto thee. And let us be there for each other. That is all he wants. Because he said, love one another. I love you. So we give you all the praise, all the glory. In your precious and holy name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good. We have, hey, lots of talent popping up here and giftings and ministry. Did you know Mary could sing like that? Hey. I'm telling you, Sister Gloria can preach. We have prayer every week on the phone. And this is just a little bit of what goes on during that prayer meeting. She's so fired up and she's one that praises. And she has quotes that she shares with me. And I remember some of them. Dream work is teamwork. <laughs> and, and something like that, you know. And um, anyway, God is good. Amen. We're happy this morning to have Sister Lay, as I said, and Amen Summer with us. Uh, I think most of you know that Brother Lay went on to be with the Lord, and uh, he's joined that cloud of witnesses with so many of our other people, our loved ones, and um, his family has been strong in the Lord. They've kept their eyes on the goal, kept their eyes on Jesus. And he is the way. He will see us through. Amen. But I'm going to ask Sister Lay. I want you to pray with us about something this morning. It's a petition that she has before the Lord. And we just want to join together as a family, as a body, with her and believe God to minister to Sister Lay and to this request that she has. Would you like to come on the platform, Sister Lay? Don't you love Sister Lay and her family? Amen. You want to share it? I don't know. <laughs> you want to? You know, this week, a song, an old song, Mary. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus Just to take him at his word Just to rest upon his promise just to know 
I've learned to dwell in the heavenlies, in the third realm. Little little pastor yesterday from Wichita called wanting to send flowers. And I said, Sister, we got lots of flowers. I said, whatever you would have spent on the flowers, would you give that back as a gift from Brother Lay to your assembly? We had known them. She she said, I have prophecies that brother, you and Brother Lay gave me years and years ago. And she said, I'm going to type them up and send them to you and let you see what God has done. But in 2008, she was the Lord directed her to start this church. She did not ask anyone from the church she left to come. But they had visions and dreams to come and to come up to the third floor. Well, she's on the first floor. They'd, they'd get in the elevator and go to the third floor. They didn't know. She's in an office building. They didn't know what the Lord was saying. She said, this is spiritual. <laughs> and you know, the enemy of our soul would do everything he can to get us down to the earthy level. When I was coming in the church, uh, that, and I don't even know where it is, said, Earth, 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 hear you the word of the Lord. And I speak to myself today. Speak to myself today hear the word of the Lord there's nothing too hard for God there's nothing too difficult for God I'm just going to share just a little with you this morning Uh, after all we are celebrating the fourth our independence our liberty in the Lord 246 years of independence Thank God, thank God. And I'm believing that if the Lord tarries, we'll continue to have our independence. Amen? And I thank God that we have independence in the Lord. I thank God for freedom in Him. I thank God that when the Son is set free, is free indeed. And we're free in the Lord today. 
praise God. I just want to share just a few quotes that some people, even though they weren't considered Christian leaders, but they said, and I want to share with you, uh, courage is doing what you are afraid to do. Amen. And God has the courageous people. Praise God. Hey, was it Joshua? Oh, the Lord said, be courageous. Be strong. And that's what God's saying to his people today. Be courageous. Be strong. Uh, take a stand for the Lord. Amen. Uh, and don't give up. Hallelujah. So courage is doing something that you are afraid to do. As long as you know that it's the right thing to do and the perfect thing to do and that which is in the will of the Lord. Amen. The scripture that I want us to look at is one that might kind of make us a little bit fearful. Amen. But it says uh, over in Revelations 21 and 8, but the fearful, and it goes on, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. Amen. Let's look at that because there are other uh, words there. It's uh, Revelation um, 21 and 8. Let's see here. But the fearful and unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And the one that we want to kind of focus on just for a few minutes is the fearful. Fearful. Amen. Hallelujah. These people that I want to share some of their sayings with you, um, as I said, they, even though they weren't um, spiritual leaders, they were great men in history. And uh, if we can follow some of their courageous examples, it would be really, really good. So we need heroic men and women to stand up for Christ in this dark and evil time. Amen. So I pray that you'll get something. You'll glean something from what is said here today. Amen. I guess one of the most inspiring statements that I've ever read was uh, some words that were spoken by President Theodore Roosevelt, and this is what he said. He said, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes short again and again because there's no effort without error and shortcomings. But who, but who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumphs of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. I don't want to be of those. Amen. I want to be of those who knows victory. Uh, there may be a times in our lives uh, where we feel like we have suffered defeat, and maybe we have. Amen. To an extent. Uh, but you know what? We're rising in the Lord. Uh, we're going to be, and we are of those, amen, who need not suffer defeat. Roosevelt con uh, contrasts to the man who strives valiantly with those 
cold and timid and soul, uh, souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Then he continued, the man of courage with a cold and timid man. Amen. What is courage? What is courage? Courage is not the absence of fear. We have all been faced with fear in our lives, right? Amen. So it's not the absence of fear, but it's the conviction that something else is more important than fear. Eddie Rickenbacker was an American fighter in World War I and a Medal of Honor recipient. During World War, I mean, World, yeah, during World War II, it says World War I here on this note, but during World War II, he was shot down over the Pacific Ocean. For weeks, nothing was heard of him. The newspapers reported his disappearance, and across the country, thousands of people prayed for him. Then suddenly, he returned. The Sunday papers headlined the news, and in an article, Captain Rickenbacker told what had happened. And he said, this is what happened. God will supply our needs. Amen. No matter where we are, we can be lost out at sea. Amen. We can be among a multitude. Uh, God is the supplier of our needs. Uh, he wrote that. Uh, he said, in this part, I would hesitate to tell, uh, except there were six witnesses who saw it with me. He said, a seagull came out of nowhere and lighted on my head. He said, we ate every bit. He said, we killed it and we divided it among ourselves. He said, we ate every bit, even the little bones. Nothing ever tasted so good. That seagull saved the lives of Captain Rickenbacker and his companions. It was through this experience that he became a Christian. And he told Billy Graham, he said, I have no explanation except that God sent one of his angels to rescue me. He's always there to rescue us. Amen. I thought that was, that was really something, you know, to think about. And it was Captain Eddie Rickenbacker who said, courage is doing what you are afraid to do. There can be no courage unless you are scared. Now, I guess the scripture over in Revelation that we read was one that really meant a lot to me. I know we've been in ministry for many, many years, I guess since I was about 19, 20, you know. Uh, in fact, when I was nine years old, I was teaching the little kids' Sunday school class. <laughs> so it went way back. <laughs> amen, amen. But anyway, uh, then um, we were in ministry, and we were traveling somewhat. But then when Jim and I got married, he was in ministry, and he was out there, you know. And one of the things that he brought to my attention was this scripture, the fearful I thought, oh, my goodness, I have to conquer this fear in my life because I never, was never comfortable in stand, standing in front of people and ministering to people, especially other ministers. Amen. But you know what? God was with me, and I thought, I'm going to conquer this. Amen. I'm not going to let fear uh, deprive me of what God has for me. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King said, courage is an inner resolution to go forward in spite of obstacles and frightening situations. Cowardice is a submissive surrender to circumstance. Courage faces fear and thereby masters it. Cowardice represents, represses fear and is thereby mastered by it. The apostle Paul said, stand fast in the faith, quit your like men and be strong. Amen. But courage is not held up as a virtue in our day. 
It really isn't. Somehow in the last hundred years or so, modern Christianity has not produced many courageous men and women. Now we see some rising up again. Thank God. And thank God that they weren't all done away with, that they weren't all gone. They all didn't quit. God has some courageous men and women throughout the years. Amen. And what we're seeing now is God is raising up a new generation, a different group of people that are seeking for the truth, that are desiring the truth, that want the real, want the genuine. Amen. Want something that's going to last them, not only in this life, but throughout eternity. Seeking God for the truth. Uh, seeking God for something that's real. Something that will keep them. Uh, something that will go with them. Amen. Uh, so, uh, we believe today uh, that God is raising up a people that's going to take back that which the enemy tried to steal and has stolen from many of God's people. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Courage. Uh, amen. Is what we need. The best lack all convictions while the worst are full of passionate intensity. And that's something that really caught my attention when I read that. Passionate intensity. That's what the church needs. That's what the body of Christ needs. Amen. Passionate intensity. We need the fire of God that we sang about a while ago. We need the fire rekindled. Uh, amen. We need that, that flame to burn. That flame needs to burn on the altar continually uh, as it was in the Old Testament days during the sacrifice. It should. Amen. So we see that being played out in near, nearly every area of life. Amen. The radical abortionists in Washington speak out with passionate intensity, while the best lack convictions. But we've seen some progress made there. Amen. We've seen somebody stand up and speak out. Praise God. And we have won victory to an extent. But I want to share, share with you the warfare is still on. The devil doesn't like it. He's going to do everything that he can to tear down what God has built up and to stop the act of the Lord. Amen. Uh, but lack of conviction and walk weakly and fearfully through the halls of Congress. Lacking all conviction, radical protesters in our colleges spew out their vile propaganda on a daily basis, while those who hold traditional views meekly hold their tongues in fear. Radical Muslims speak out with passionate intensity while conservative Christians, uh, preachers, uh, amen, uh, too often are timid men and women who dare not raise their voices to proclaim the truth. Uh, it's time for us to rise above fear, amen, uh, and take the good news uh, of the gospel uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ and go forth to the ends of the earth, amen, uh, the best lack all conviction, while the worst uh, are full of passionate intensity. Hallelujah. <laughs> we passed the age uh, of Martin Luther's, John Wesley's, John Knox, <laughs> people that preached about sinners in the hands of an angry God. We passed those ages. Je uh, William Jennings Bryan, Theodore Roosevelt, George Washington, 
Patrick Henry, amen. Winston Churchill, Jonathan Edwards, and George Whitefield, amen. But we are into a new age, into a new arena, amen. So much has been lost, but God is raising up a people. He's, he has a voice, and he's speaking through that voice today, amen. Praise the Lord. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. And that's what I want to see happen here in Passageway into our people, all of us. I want us to have that passionate intensity for the Lord. Oh, my goodness, uh, as a mighty roaring uh, river, uh, hallelujah, out of your belly uh, shall flow rivers uh, of living waters. Uh, I want some force, amen, not just a little trickle, uh, but I want forceful rivers to flow forth uh, from our inner beings, amen, and flow out. There's so many hurting out there. There's so many in need. Uh, there's so many desperate people out there. Uh, there's so many souls. Amen. Uh, that are lost and dying and going to hell. Uh, we must be a voice. Uh, we must let those rivers flow. Amen. Uh, to bring life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dr. D.A.W. Tozer said he was called a prophet in his own lifetime. And he said, we need men of God again. If evangelical Christianity is to stay alive, she must have men again. The right kind of men, and I say women, too. Um, anyway, um, we must override the weaklings that failed and dare not speak out. We must seek God. We must pray like never, ever before. Praise God. We must be made out of some of the same stuff that some of the the martyrs were made out of. Amen. Okay, I'm going to get through with this. Just a few minutes. I just thought these were really uh, good uh, examples and good quotes to give us courage. Amen. And when the deliverers come, reformers, revivalists, prophets, they will be men of God and men of courage. So have God on their side because they'll be careful to stay on God's side. That's the people that God's raising up. They'll be co-workers with Christ laborers with Christ, instruments in the hand of the Holy Ghost. Such men will be baptized with the Spirit indeed, and through their labors he will baptize others and send a long-delayed revival uh, that we've heard so much about over the last several years. Amen. I'm ready for revival, aren't you? Hallelujah. So many of us, we just kind of sit. Amen. You know, like a not on the log, as they say, expecting it just to come and be poured out upon us. But, you know, sometimes we look back throughout the pages of history, and sometimes it just takes one man, amen, to get the fire of the Lord to burning, to get the Holy Ghost to moving, and to see revival come. Praise the Lord. Dr. Tosa's message was called, We Need Men of God Again. We Need Men and Women of Courage and Conviction in the Stark and Evil Age. God send us men and women of courage again in this hour of weakness and fear. Then again, but the fearful shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. And what it does, what fear, it robs us. It robs us. We're afraid to say, I'm a Christian. We're afraid to say, I belong to the Lord. We're afraid to shout it from the housetop. Amen. Sometimes we're even afraid to go to our neighbor next door and, and, and tell them about Jesus. Fear, fear is a robber. Praise the Lord. Okay. 
I have so much that I want to share with you this morning, but anyway, let's see what, okay. Um, I'll, I'll share this and then we'll close it out. The word, the Greek word translated fearful is, um, it means timid or cowardly. The Greek word translated timid or cowardly. Matthew Henry said the fearful lead the van of this blacklist. They do not encounter their difficulties of religion. Dr. John Gill said they are such who are of cowardly spirits and not valiant for the truth, but who through fear of men either make no profession of Christ in his gospel or having made it, drop it, lest they should be exposed to tribulation and persecution. These are they that are afraid of the beast, Satan, and live in severe bondage to him. Praise God. J.A.C.S. translated the Greek word as cowardly and said, not the cowardly who shrink from the conflict with sin, ashamed or afraid to avow and maintain their faith in God and his Christ. Amen. Timid and cowardly, people are afraid that they will lose something that seems important to them if they wholly trust in the Lord. They'd rather live in slavery under Satan than take the risk of trusting Christ. They're like the Israelites who wanted to go back to Egypt. Remember, they murmured and they complained. Uh, and it was hard for them. But they wanted to go back to Egypt and be slaves to Pharaoh. And they'd rather do that than take the risk of following Moses through the wilderness. Hallelujah. Amen. So anyway, let's let some of these. Um, oh, and Moses. Moses. You know, Moses feared. But you know what? Moses was brave. He was brave. Amen. He walked with the Lord. Courage is an inner resolution to go forward in spite of obstacles and frightening situations. Dr. King, here's one more we want to mention. In spite of frightening situations, even spending time in jail and finally being assassinated for his convictions, whatever else he was, he was not one of those cold and timid souls who knew neither victory nor defeat. He wouldn't have a monument in Washington, D.C. if he had given in to his fears. Courage is doing what you're afraid to do. Then can be no, there can be no courage unless you are scared. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So anyway, um, we need to be courageous. We need to go forth with what God has given it to us. You know, uh, I was reading about this one person. He said, I have no uh, strength and no ability of my own. He said, I, I don't have the proper education. Uh, I, I have no confidence in myself. But he said, I rely on the mercy of Jesus. And there's so many of us like that today. You know, if we rely upon our own ability. I know I prayed this morning. I've been praying and praying and praying. God, we want, to have, we want to hear from you. We want to see you move. We want your will in the service today. My mind goes back to when I was um, young. <laughs> they say you're as old as you feel, Sister Lay. We're still young. Amen. Praise God. But um, how... Um, I didn't feel like I had confidence. I didn't have the proper training, but it was like I was thrust out into the ministry. Have you ever, any of you ever felt that? Like you were just thrust out into the ministry. Amen. And it was me and God. And I still pray, God, it's me and you. 
It's me and you, Lord, and I know I can depend on you. You're my strength. You're my power. You make my way perfect. You make my feet like Hans' feet. You cause me to ride upon the high places in you. Amen. Lord, it's me and you. I depend upon you. My dependency is of you. Amen. So I just want to encourage you today. The time that we're living in now, speak up for Christ. Be courageous. Don't be timid. Don't be fearful. Amen. Because that's one of Satan's greatest tools is fear. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And another thing, if we wait for the right time to do for the Lord, that time might not ever come. Because we look in the natural, thinking, I, I sat at a table with a, a young man and his wife and Crystal years ago. And he was a businessman. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, you know, he said, once I make a million dollars, once I become a millionaire, he said, I'm going for Christ. He said, I'm going to obey the call of God that's upon my life. You remember that? Hallelujah. He's with the Lord now. He's in eternity right now. That time never came. So let's not put off till tomorrow what God is calling us to do today. Let's ask God for courage. Ask him for strength. Amen. He will do that. Amen. Let's stand. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I appreciate your attention.